and welcome to another episode of Over the Cup podcast, a Formula One podcast for fans old and new by Formula One fans old and new. Joining me again today is my partner in crime, Shaguri. What's up, Shaguri? Hello, hello, hello. Namaskara. This is Shakuni. And, and we are talking about uh, Baku. 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 Okay, yeah. let's start. Um, I I don't have my usual notes. Uh, because I don't know, man. It just looks like this. This is going to be like twenty eleven season for Red Bull, where Vettel won so many races that there was yeah. no way of anybody catching up. Like not even Mark Webber. Vettel won eleven mm-hmm. out of nineteen races, and I can see this going that way because Ferrari does not have its shit together. Oh my god! I understand Honey Badger's pain, man. What a team! <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, so uh, did you watch the practice sessions? Uh, I watched a little of it, but then I did not. Mm. I started and then I saw something else. So I mean, nothing, nothing much happened except I think. Nah, I don't. I don't think anything much happened except I. I yeah, I think Alpine was looking too strong. Yeah, and I also heard today on the radio. Uh, like Alpine it has had like you know one of the most, uh, like one of the best straight line speed or something. Hmm. They would. I would say. Uh, after Ferrari and Red Bull, I would say Alpine had the third fastest straight line speed. So. Mm. Yeah. So that's good. At least they have had some improvement. Not Still not a race-winning car, but yeah, good. Ba- at least we get to see good battles in the midfield. So let's just let's talk about qualifying and then let's talk about race. So qualifying, very surprising qualifying, I would say. Konyu mm. Konyu Zhou had such a good qualifying, man. Zhou, so okay, Zhou a good. driver but still needs time needs time but like he he for, for i think this is first time in the season that he out qualified botas but in fairness alfa romeo fucked up their plan for q2 whatever it was they did not come out for the longest time i don't know i was half expecting the commentators to say that there is some problem in their cars because they just waited until like half the time went by For Q two to set even their first lap, and then they just they did not have time to do a second run. Could not improve on the time, and so, yeah, I don't know what. I think uh, a lot of strategists are fucking up very badly this year. Oh, like, we'll, we'll get to strategy fuckups. Oh my god, so pissed with <laughs> McLaren today. Uh, but Q one. Uh, uh, did you see the entire qualifying? Um, no, I was. I did not. Yeah. I did not see qualifying at all. So, so you'll have to like Q one. Q one, I think that um, there is like a red flag, of course. Uh, Canadians delivering as usual. Uh, <laughs> Stroll puts it in the wall, and I think it's two and a half minutes to the clock when when there is a red flag in the race uh, in the awesome. qualifying session, and then once the track is cleared, everybody starts going out for their outlaps, right? And mm. Fernando Alonso. Does what he does best, which is holds up the entire grid so that nobody oh crosses the line. And I think it fucked up uh, Albon's race. I think 
everybody else was able to make it or no i think everybody made it but alonzo i can't remember i so i think i missed the replay or i did not understand what exactly happened but apparently he was driving slow and then he went straight into turn 15 and caused a yellow flag there oh. and but i i don't i don't remember seeing the replay so i'm not sure what actually happened here and alex alban was furious he was like he should get penalized for this he's doing this on purpose unnecessarily driving slow and stewards being stewards did not even note the incident which is aces Lewis Hamilton was Lewis was uh, in investigated for driving slow on an outlap but there was no action needed and uh, yeah shame uh, that i i think i, I don't know if Guanyu Zhou and Bottas would have made it out of uh, Q2 but they never got to put in their laps and but uh, qualifying Sebastian Vettel qualified ninth, which was shocking. Given shocking what that... because he was he qualified ninth, or shocking because he reached Q three. No, I mean Vettel. Vettel showed incredible pace in that entire qualifying session, dude. There okay. was a ta- there was a point in Q one when Sebastian Vettel was fifth. Oh. Fifth, I tweeted. I tweeted about it from the over the curve account. Hold on, let me just let me read you the tweet. I was watching. Okay, Sebastian Vettel zero point five five seven seconds of Verstappen in Q one before the red flag. That's it. That's the tweet. Wow. Point five seconds, half a second off the pace. My God, Sebastian Vettel had incredible, incredible pace. So. Okay, so that means Aston Martin is showing some spe- speed because even Vettel was doing really good mm-hmm. today. So Vettel, in the race, Vettel is showing speed. Vettel, not Aston Martin. Vettel is showing speed because if Aston okay. Martin was showing speed, that means Stroll would have done something. Stroll, I mean, he kept Stroll it out of the wall. He kept it out of the wall. That's something. Yeah. So did Latifi. Man, Latifi so did. Yeah. Had no incident today. I was shocked. I was waiting for him to do something, but no, my man. It's I. I think. I, I mean, I. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first Baku race where we've not had any major quote-unquote crashes in the main race, right? Yeah, I think the only off-track incident happened was when Vettel, uh, uh, you know, went into like that, and then he. Oh, during to, that overtake on Ocon. Overtake of Ocon, yes. But oh, dude, oh. what a donut! What a what a save again! Like he was so quick to take that because we've seen like throughout the weekend, I saw people going there and then they have to do like a six point turn and they go forward, then they reverse and this and that. And Vettel was like, "No, I'm gonna donut my way out of this." That was so he lost two positions, but it could have been so much worse because yeah, drivers. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's so narrow there, but. Uh, yeah, so that was it. I think uh, you had Ferrari, Red Bull, Red Bull, Ferrari, top four, of course. Then George, Pierre, Lewis, Yuki. Alvatari found some speed today, but I don't know what happened with them in the race. Mm, and uh, I mean, Alonso and Vettel, like veteran drivers just wiping the floor with their young 
counterparts or teammates or whatever you want. I mean, Ocon wasn't that bad, but yeah. Ocon was really good, man. You he, you cannot like you know deny today. Ocon was good. Ocon that was good. Yeah. Him uh, like you know doing that uh, defending against Hamilton, defending against Vettel. He was really holding his own today. Yeah. I liked Ocon today. Like he is learning the best things from Alonso and he is becoming very dangerous. Give Ocon a better car, he will crush the grid. He was defending let Hamilton let Hamilton win his eighth, let let him retire and then bring Ocon as a teammate for George and that Mercedes is going to dominate. like crazy yeah very possible i have no doubts about that very 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 possible yeah uh, okay that's pretty much it from qualifying i mean uh, i i i i don't think i was surprised at any point with any of the people who got who got out of any particular session except for like alfa romeo valtteri in q2 but mm. I mean, they they fucked up their strategy. So yeah, uh, it was meh. It's like it's fun to watch when you're watching it live, but if you think this is going to be memorable, it's not. <laughs> it's that yeah. feeling. So it's it's fun to watch, but like after a while, you're like, huh, okay. Like I I forgot everything that happened an hour after qualifying was done. So no, not too. Hmm, it was okay. Anyways, let's come to the race. <sighs> the race, the beginning. So, uh, since the beginning, like when the formation lap was happening, we all got to know that Checo is going to come elbows out, and yep. he did. And he really also also Williams. Why would you realize fifteen minutes before, fifteen seconds before the race, that Nicholas Latifi <laughs> is slightly out of place? <laughs> I mean, you had pretty, pretty, pretty long a time to sort that shit out, man. But ten seconds stop and go penalty in the first before the race has even completed, like their first five laps, like ten <laughs> seconds second stop and only. go. Let if he got the penalty in the second lap only, right? Yeah, ten ten seconds stop and go. and like i am not going to say that it was too harsh or whatever because like yeah there was like no there is nobody on the track everybody has to like you know get away from it and the lights are going about to go out and whatever for formation lap was it the formation lap after no. the formation right after, after the formation the, lap. right after the formation lap right i'm like mm. no <laughs> don't do that <laughs> What are you racing for the first time? What the f- what? Uh, I saw the replay and I was like, "Wow, Williams, thank you for." I mean, it's not <laughs> like Latifi had any real chances, but hey, maybe he could have. We never know. Like now, we we'll yeah, never yeah. get to know. Now, so, now Latifi can blame that I could have won the Baku Grand Prix from the back of the grid, but because of you guys. Yeah, he can definitely claim that. Huh. But let's let's talk about that Ferrari powertrain. It is surprising that out of the four cars, five cars that DNF, there were four with Ferrari. But with Stroll, engine. I think there was. It was not a powertrain or something. It was something uh, different. Like he had some. I mean, but that is 
that is anyways not a ferrari yeah, engine yeah, yeah. No? not a ferrari engine but like ferrari people had a proper engine related problem uh, except i think science science at hydraulics ferrari sort your reliability out see this is why we need mercedes i think ferrari has just forgotten yeah, yeah. how to be in a title fight they just forgotten so now like what you were saying about the reliability and all so uh, mercedes in the championship pool wait in the constructors championship mercedes is only uh, 20 30 points behind ferrari right now 30 something points behind ferrari Yeah, I'm and not even surprised. If you remember when the season started, Mercedes was so behind them. Yep. And Red yep, Bull yep, is yep. almost hundred points, like eighty something points ahead of them. Eighty points lead, just eight races done. Can you imagine? Oh, now this is like Spain. Charles lost. Monaco. Charles lost. Baku. Charles lost. And I'm like. Monaco was okay. It was it was a strategy mistake, but it was again the team's fault. I cannot believe in Monaco they wouldn't listen. And I mean, like it's not even like they had to think the idea. Like Carlos Sainz fed them the idea. We stay out until it's time for slicks. We but don't wait, fit me, for inters. Let me see how many races has Charles not finished. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me see that. Today Charles did not finish. Monaco he finished. Spain he did not finish, right? Spain he did not finish. Yeah. Spain he did not finish. He's Then, finished every other race. Imola I think he finished sixth. And yeah. Uh, you you US- remember remember back in Australia when we were recording the Austria uh, Australia uh, review, yeah. we were like, oh, Red Bull needs to sort out its reliability, this that and. I'm just sitting here every weekend. I'm hoping for a Red Bull powertrain failure, and it's just—it's not happening, man. It's I not think happening. you are by mistake. You forgot Red Bull, and you said Ferrari. God listened to your comments, but he did not listen to what team you said uh, spoke about. I so. don't know what happened. Like this is, <laughs> and these are like new. And I, I think Charles got a new engine after Spain, and this is just the second race on that engine. Charles right? is about to get a penalty. He's about to get a penalty. Yeah. This is he has used third engine. He's <sighs> he is about to get a penalty in the next race. Canada. Yeah. So he is any which way is going to. You know, go with her uh, with his hands tied behind his back in the next race. So just I think mean, about. I mean, as long as the car is reliable, I don't think it's going to be that hard to make up places, and it's going to be a three-place grid drop. So worst comes to worst, he starts seventh, which would mean that he qualified fourth. Which I don't see that happening. He's either going to be first or second. Let's hope that happens. Because also, what happened to Checo's pace? Because he was. Running the show in the practice and qualifying, right? Yeah. So I, where was that pace? I don't know what happened, but I see. I think Red Bull is going to screw up strategies. Both of them were on different strategies, and I know, like this, uh, Checo coming in second was not purely because of strategy. It was also because Checo was not on the pace. But I think going forward, they are not going to explicitly come out. Over the radio and say, "Don't make it hard for Max." But I mean, they kind of did when they Max. They kind of did today. Don't they fight. They kind of did. They they said, "Don't fight." Why? 
Why? I mean, I I can totally understand Christian Horner. I'm pretty sure he still has PTSD because of 2018 Baku. But, <laughs> but, let them fight, man. He's, it's, it's weird because Christian Horner came out and said that we would be happy if Checo wins a championship in our car. I'm like, okay, good. But the bigger question is, when are you going to let him win? a championship in your car when but, that okay, is so a big question do you think it is do you think uh, the comments by joss verstappen has any uh, you know anything to do with their their strategies because joss verstappen no nah, nah, man i don't think so see where is if max verstappen throws a tantrum if uh, let's say hypothetically red bull starts supporting sergio perez and max is like oh i'm i don't want to race here because I'm not the first driver in this team. Where is he going to go? No, see, where is he going to go? That that's a different story. But what I'm saying is, if you think about it, that can also have some sort of a you know issue. Like you know, it does play mind games to the drivers, right? Like for example, Bottas. If you think of, if you like, you know, heard the previous radios and everything, it it took lots of mental pressure on Bottas, right? for him because you know he got to know that he's not their first driver that takes a lot of toll on the driver and if you think I about mean, it I, I i don't ever think that botas ever had any doubts on like he was never under any false impressions of uh, him being the first driver he was always under the impression that i'm going to have my chance if lewis did not perform any year unfortunately for him lewis performed it every year like and i don't know if we've had this discussion him? yeah so but <laughs> okay. checo, think i think checo checo was very clear with red bull when they signed him they were like i am going to do everything i can in 2021 to make sure max wins his championship i think he said it here this year at the start of this year as well he was like I did my job. I helped him win the championship. Now I'm here to win, and it's just going to be if uh, if is the team going to let him do it? And uh, you know we didn't talk about this, but uh, I think uh, this was before his contract extension extension was announced. But Monaco, when he won the Monaco GP, I think he said to Christian mm-hmm. Horner, "I think I signed too early." Yeah. So, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. If anything, I think Checo has more bargaining power because first, Red Bull has not had a good second driver, somebody who can support their first driver in a very long time. Ever since Ricardo left, they have not had. They've had a very tough two three years of not having a second driver at all, and they've lost those championships. And like, let's not talk about the twenty twenty one championship. Very happy Max won it, but uh, they've had. A problem having a consistent driver who can stay in the mix. As important Max is to Red Bull, they cannot deny Checo is too. Because if Checo, Checo decides is, to leave, Checo is Checo is important, hundred percent. But Checo is not that consistent driver. Okay, I I don't like Max as well. But you have to consider that Max is consistent. That man. is really consistent and you can rely on max as well to get you that championship See, i think championship as well i think in spain 
Spain also he got team orders. Uh, if Max's DRS hadn't worked when he was approaching Checo, I don't think he would have been able to overtake Checo if his DRS did not work, which is which is a problem that he was having at the, in that race. So no, I I know like I've heard all the arguments. So Max was on be- better tires, he was faster. This that blah blah blah. But Spain is a track where you we've seen how powerful that DRS was. Right, you've seen the power of that DRS, and like. But even with the DRS, he was not able to perform. Right, he was not able to do it. He won because of team orders. Monaco, I mean, it's Monaco. Once you have track positions, that's that's very likely going to be your track position. And like, sure as hell, um, Max could not do anything because for him, for Red Bull to give. Uh, Checo any team orders they would have to make sure that it's at least a one-two like Checo could be like yeah I'll let Max pass first tell him to pass Carlos like that's not on me so Monaco he could not do anything Checo won I think this entire weekend Checo granted today he was not really on that pace but uh, in the first turn where Max did make his overtake Checo could have defended he could have. Mm. Maybe he would have gotten overtaken in turn three. But he was he could have def- defended because Max closed the gap at the very end of that turn. Yeah. At the dude, me playing F1 game, I would have defended if somebody tried to pull an overtake on me there at that point. And so late and into the corner. Yeah, he can. He could have very easily. He could have. So I'm not going to say that it was. It wasn't just the team orders, but I I don't like listening to this. Like, don't fight. Like, tell your drivers. See, Max knows. I think Checo also knows. Everybody knows what happened in 2018. They were all there. They were driving on the same grid. Same damn grid. <laughs> they all know. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to crash with their teammates. Right? Yeah. But like, flat out coming and saying, don't fight. <sighs> nah. He did his part. And Checo did what, what they wanted him to do. Poor dude did not even finish Abu Dhabi. Like, he, he made sure that Lewis was held up and Max caught up. And I think before the race finished, they had to retire Checo's car. So he did what he had to do. He got Max's championship, he and 20 other people. But Max got his championship, right? I I don't see the point of not letting them fight now. It's just, it's because I don't want to see Max win another championship. But no, see, again, I would not mind it, but I want it to be competitive for Max. I don't want it to be team orders for Max. Agree? Yeah, Lewis has won like that. Yeah. And will say that me being a Lewis fan, how can I say this? But no. the problem for me is even team though... Team orders. Yeah, even though with team orders or something, I okay, if you can call me hypocrite, but I'll call you the same as well. No, I'm not calling you hypocrite. No, no, I, I, I'm talking about like people who will call me hypocrite. Okay. Because I'm a Lewis fan, right? Yeah. So for me, I like you know people can call me hypocrite, but the thing is, I will call them hypocrite as well because they used to you know if they feel that 
me supporting Lewis won all these championships only because Bottas was always getting team orders incorrect not all the time sometimes See, yes that's what people tell me and i'm like okay agreed but that's what's happening right now with max also exactly in 2021 max there were team orders to perez that he had to help max uh, if you remember the fine the qualifying the final lap of qualifying which uh, in which perez gave him the split stream yeah that happened because perez too. gave him the uh, split stream right yeah it would not have happened if perez would not have done that so if you think that team orders only work that okay uh, botas don't push that's not how team orders work team orders work both ways yeah <laughs> and so, uh, it happens so it's not just these team orders right it's always like max is always on a better strategy like sometimes i look at yeah. the strategy calls that they make for checo and i'm like how is this man supposed to win a race like how is this man supposed to win a race if you make these strategy calls like it's i i feel bad for checo you know he is in that in that car in that championship winning car and he's not too far off max verstappen he is not he is not he could have easily not, you know not defended his championship at least for a couple of laps yeah for a couple of laps they could have done it a very good job and okay again even of the 2018 2018 right the baku incident 2018 yeah 18 yeah. so that baku incident also happened because of worst happen yeah i totally agree i totally agree i okay i have not seen the entire race but i've seen that incident and i totally agree it was max's fault it was not ricardo's fault yeah so if if you have a problem and if you have the ptsd of the incident control max for god's sake don't tell your other driver who is not doing anything to do something it was because of max that incident happened no one can tell me otherwise and if you tell me i will fight with you <laughs> i am open for that I, this is an open challenge yeah because, no it was it was max's fault and so so then you have to you know control max not the other guy see you knew ferrari both both the ferraris were out right yeah max already has a lead let mm. them race exactly there was a 20 second gap between perez and uh, russell yeah so, let them race and and also the team orders in the middle for max uh, you can slow down it's okay i'm like bro he's racing you know <laughs> what what were the orders max had to tell him that if i slow down the tires can go cold <laughs> why are you telling me to slow down and i'm like uh, <laughs> max has a point you don't slow down in a race why yeah. would you ask him to slow down the waiting for some reliability issues for red bull man this championship is going to get boring if there are let's say in the next 4 5 races if red bull gets again consistent wins and ferrari has two or three more dnfs the the championship is done like yeah 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 it's it's decided. not possible for everybody to catch up from that far back like it's not possible every single time we've seen vettel do it in 2012 we've seen to an extent lewis do it last year just you can't do it 
it's not going to happen every single time and like with ferrari there are so, sometimes it, the drivers make mistakes sometimes it's the car that just does not perform other times it's strategy calls other times it's like bad pit stops there are just so many things that are that can go wrong with ferrari and yeah it's it's just sad this championship is going to be boring but i all i can hope from this year is Mercedes is able to improve enough so that they can challenge for a championship next year because next year then it's going to be amazing because George and Lewis against Max and Checo that would be that would be something oh i have hopes for this year only i am pretty sure by end of the year russell is going to make some major fight between perez and verstappen he is not going to let down Russell will finish second, if not first. You can write it now. No, right, I'm. Right I'm pretty now. sure. See, I'm pretty sure there is going to be one or two races where Mercedes is going to win. No, no, no. He finishes second in the drivers' championship. Oh, that about, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am one thousand percent sure about it. He is the most consistent till now. I don't want to jinx, jinx that man. Dude, I will tell you one thing, okay? So when we were writing down, when I was sending my predictions, no, one of my predictions was that George Russell is going to break his top five streak this race, oh, and I was man. like, I I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to write it down, and I did not. And thank God I did not because I would have lost a point and. If if the if I would have written it down and it came true, I would have been more heartbroken. So I was like, no, let's let's just see what happens. And uh, yeah, I so the thing is that the day he does not finish in top five, I don't want that time to ever come. But the way the day he doesn't finish, I seriously tell you, I would be very sad. Not because he didn't finish in top five, because. i know that man will be very sad that day yeah. and you know when you see russell you just get that smile on your face like oh hi he's such a sweetheart i want i always want good things for him i'm a hamilton yeah. fan but i always want good things for russell yeah especially because i think out of all these young drivers no he was the one who was for the longest time stuck in a williams yeah so he and he still did years. great things he did great things but yeah he was still stuck in that williams and like do you remember his reactions after finishing ninth in hungary like his first point yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he was so happy crying and so it happy. was so amazing and that shows you that he deserves everything that he's getting from because from that mercedes that man deserves everything and more yeah he he is doing wonders in that Mercedes, but they need to sort out their poisoning man. They can't. Lewis cannot. Cannot. It's not just about Lewis, you know. It's also George. Like yeah, George is also having poisoning, but it's just that he's able to manage the speed. But today, I will tell you, Lewis's car was the worst in poisoning. George was not that. George's power poisoning is still better than uh, Lewis. I I think George, to a certain extent, did not necessarily have to push that much because he was very comfortable in a no man's zone. Like he was up ahead, uh, so like there was no way that he could have caught up with what do you say? Like both the Red Bulls. 
or yeah possible or uh, he couldn't have uh, and he could like whoever was running fourth who was running fourth like he, lewis got to fourth lewis. very late but i think uh, up until then it was gasly right gasly was also again like some 15 20 seconds behind him so he was very comfortable in that in that space where he was like i don't have to worry about anything so maybe he didn't have to actually push that hard but yeah lewis's poisoning was so so intense man the i remember like you know when he said that my back is killing me man i thought it would be something you know out of uh, no something non uh, car related like non race related hmm. you know maybe he would have pulled something in the uh, in the gym or something but then uh, if you remember there was that uh, in car video uh, yeah when it was shown and then you could hear the car jumping yep and at that point i realized oh my god this car is jumping so much and then there was the other angle video from uh, from i think some turn 6 or turn something and man that car was jumping so much yeah he was bouncing everywhere yeah but i also again like we've seen that it is it is also very track dependent where we we saw spain for poising was just gone magically gone for every team so it's also i think track dependent that's my only concern about canada is because canada also has that third sector which is basically a straight that's yeah. it's just a straight then there is a chicane and then you go to the uh, to turn one right it's a long straight and it's it's kind of like i mean going into baku i was i was concerned about poisoning but i thought that you know mercedes had found a solution especially on like considering how they were flying on a spanish track like that barcelona tracks one of the worst for overtaking but like they did so good but yeah it's track dependent also to an extent and let's see let's see all right let's talk about mclaren mclaren what the fuck what the fuck why 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 what was that what were those strategy calls uh they so were anything they decided. but decided so daniel ricardo started on hards lando was on mediums okay separate strategies i agree they're not in the strongest place they have to do something radical they decided to put both the drivers on different strategies okay cool i understand that why would you not let ricardo pass norris if he's saying he has more pace but okay 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 uh, think okay hear me out both the times the decision calls had to happen how is it that a medium tired car is slower than a hard tire car so you know why is it so surprising that maybe ricardo is extracting more out of that car than norris is at the but time but that was happen- but it happened again in the in the end of the race norris was on the hard tires ricardo was on the medium tires but norris had more pace than ricardo in the medium yeah but because norris had a two stop strategy right norris had two stop and ricardo had one stop one so stop. norris hard tire was very old when ricardo got into uh, got his medium but that's with, my point my my point is that if you put ricardo on a one stop strategy and he's saying that he can extract more power out of the car why are you letting him 
make the effort to pass his teammate and then okay then lap 9 there's a virtual safety car alonso pits they can't they they cannot pass the alpine on pure pace because that alpine has crazy straight line speed okay i understand you say you tell ricardo to stay behind norris because norris is going to over is going for the overcut on alonso and then you pit him 3 laps after what <laughs> and then in that time like ricardo's tires are like they are hard tires and they ran with those hard tires in practice i think they were trying to uh, i think paul de rasta said that they are trying to get that shiny shiny thing off of the hard tires because they they're trying to make sure that they are able to use the hard tires and i think it was because hard tires would last longer and they could go for a one stop okay good very good you're trying to do something radical but then you waited so long and ricardo wasted so much time behind norris his tires were old as as fuck i seriously don't understand what's happening with the strategies this year and now you don't come uh, on media and give out interviews saying that ricardo is not doing it. you putting him on shitty strategies man and you're not talking about andreas has come out so many times and said that spain we did not perform because car had a problem ricardo's car had a problem everybody's like oh norris was sick and he still beat ricardo first of all if norris is sick why is he driving what is the point of having your reserve drivers if if a if a driver is literally dying out of tonsillitis and he still has to drive in that scorching heat of barcelona yeah what is the point of having reserve drivers fia if you're that concerned about driver safety why is there a sick driver in a car who can pass out at any time because he's fucking sick oh oh also oh. also 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 did you uh, hear the news about the poisoning fia is about to take a major major decision about the poisoning yeah i think uh, they are going to be like you have to make sure that there is no poisoning do whatever it is that you have to do with yeah. your setup and yeah but that's... the car has to be without poisoning so they might change the design for all the cars which will make the red bulls for as well and no, i i don't but i see again um i don't think that's fair see every three team went for a design philosophy some of yeah. them worked and some of them didn't exactly if you I know. I... if you're going to say that no um this design philosophy is not right because of poisoning i think it's unfair for people who actually went for that design and had gains and it's unfair for them to ask mercedes also to like now abandon everything and start from scratch you tell the teams okay so we've had eight races we've seen some races where you did not have poisoning so you clearly yeah. know what the solution is you know how it is dependent on track you have to make sure that if your car is driving you have to make sure you have to show us with setup uh doing laps around the track that your car is not going to poise like that i think that is the right thing to do if they do anything uh any decision that takes away any team's advantage be it red bull be it ferrari be it mercedes in an unfair way okay like cars being without poisoning of course if mercedes has to make changes it's going to be like they have to increase the ride height right they increase yeah, the ride height the they, they the are car. going to have a slower car 
okay i understand that but they they decided to stick to that that design philosophy and that comes with consequences it's as mm. simple as that and i am as a mercedes fan i am saying i am happy i want that to be the decision i don't want it to be like oh you know what we've seen this red bull philosophy the car that they've built that works so everybody needs to have that no red bull has worked hard they made a decision they stuck to it and they see, see the results of it i i don't want anything uh, otherwise uh, then it's just f2 f2 with faster cars if you just say that these are going to be like just equal cars because aero efficiency is playing a much much more important role this year mm. and it's dependent on their design philosophy so yeah uh, i i don't want it to be like everybody is going to have similar cars because then how is this different from turbo turbo hybrid era they're literally the all the same cars except their liveries were different and their engines were different yeah so that's what i'm saying so if i is so if i has we have all seen if i having stupid ass decisions and this they are saying because of driver safety because they think that drivers are in danger because of poison no so, i agree with that but again if i be consistent then let don't let sick drivers <laughs> drive if they say that there is a barrier uh, that needs to be put on a particular turn because that's that's really really dangerous listen to that as well you can't be selective about driver safety i am very happy that fia has decided to take that uh, that step because we've seen this like even uh, ferrari in the beginning when they had like even carlos sainz has complained a lot about the poisoning because ferrari also had yeah. a major poisoning problem so i understand from that point of view right it is a big issue it is a big big issue in driver safety also because it's not just about the physical effort but because the bouncing is so intense there is always a chance that you, their seat belt might break or something there there's so many things that could happen right so i understand that and i appreciate that but don't be selective yeah. all or nothing it's not that difficult it's not that difficult if us fans with limited tv direction whatever the tv director decides to tell us if we can look at just that and say that oh something wrong has happened here how are you with literally 10 million camera angles not figure that out <laughs> oh man anyways yeah yeah so uh, coming back to the point mclaren sort your shit out yeah i was so pissed i was so looking forward to danny rick having a great 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 weekend and like he could have you know what one thing that bothers me is like there were no safety cars because had danny rick stayed out for that long and then there was a like a proper safety car he would have he would have saved so much on his pit stop he would have saved so much oh it's sad it's sad but also like the overcut strategy for lando norris they were like we are going to go for an overcut okay cool makes sense uh, you cannot beat alpine on pure pace they pit him he comes out three places behind alonso how is that how is that an overcut that's not an overcut <laughs> i think i think all the teams need to get back 
to the basics of it like you know better strategies and all because every team has fucked up in strategies at least once this year and it's only been eight races where and we have seen so many major fuck ups no i mean it's it's not always going to work out and the success of your strategy is also dependent on the failure of other other team strategies like there is always going to be that dependency right because it's a team sport like there are there are 20 drivers it is a, see it it, it but, is a team sport but at least see uh, okay if you are talking about like pure strategy you know strategist changes i think there are two teams which need major strategy like you know changes Alpha in their strategy Romeo. Alfa Romeo for uh, sure. No, Ferrari. First sure. of all is Ferrari. Alfa Romeo for sure. Eh, Ferrari, yeah, of course. Then there is Ferrari also. So I would say Alfa, Ferrari and McLaren. I yeah. would say these three teams. These like, you know what, Ferrari needs a crash course on just doing radical things and like just taking risks. <laughs> like they need to build that confidence because you are up against a team that is going to literally, dude, how are they taking it so lightly? Did they not see what happened last year? <laughs> I mean, last year they, the they, have Seb, they have Seb as an example. What, 2014, 2015, Seb? 15, 16, 17, 18, so many Sebs. Like, <laughs> No, so because but that, this is the exact same thing that happened with Seb in, I think, 2015 or 2016 season when Seb had very great top first three uh, races and after that, bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. Yeah, didn't Seb also come in an interview and said that I was also promised a fast car and a championship? Yeah. So I feel for Charles or something like that. <laughs> like, that was just the funniest shit ever. <laughs> Seb is like... Buddy, I've been there. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed for a very long time, but yeah, yeah, it's sad. And it doesn't end here. Yeah, it's sad. Like where we were after Bahrain, Saudi, Australia, like such a good, comfortable lead. Everything gone. Like everything gone, and gone to the extent that God, I don't even have the words. Like it all started going downhill from Imola. Another reason to not have Imola. It's a <laughs> shitty track. It's a it's a punishing track. If you make a mistake, it's going to punish you very severely, which is in a way great. Like it, it's yeah. uh, you know, it's like it's like you know the way these drivers talk about Monaco is like there is no 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 room for mistakes and shit like that. But at least in Imola, there is a chance of overtake. Same same philosophy, mm. but there is a chance of overtake. And also Spain, like Spain also, I think is a track where if if you make a mistake any time that you've filled up and that horrible last sector where I was I was up all night yesterday playing the F1 game. I was doing wow. career mode. And I am right now trailing Max Verstappen in the championship by 39 points as Daniel mm. Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So, which team did you start with? McLaren. McLaren. <laughs> McLaren. Oh. I was like, so, 2021, uh, I play with, uh, always play as Daniel Ricardo. And uh, if I get 22, which I, I am planning to, if I get 22, if and when I do get it, I will play as Lewis Hamilton. But I will have to see how bad that car is going to be in the game. Uh, start playing as Albon or Russell. Russell last year. 
Oh, Williams, do I don't have the skills. Like I would do that uh, if I had the wheel. I am a controller player right now. I I can't. It's so difficult to control. Like Monaco is my worst track because I play on a controller. Every <laughs> other track I can do something and at least get in the rhythm of what the track is. Not Monaco and. I feel that I can perform better if I had a wheel, but I am not too sure. I hate that track. There is a reason I don't do well there. I don't know which came first, my hatred or my incompetence, but it's there. <laughs> there uh-huh. is a causality. <laughs> uh-huh. so, <laughs> okay. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? Uh what happened today apart from that nothing else happened nothing crazy happened today nothing crazy happened except just ferrari just breaking all our hearts all us heartbreak Mercedes. for zoo heartbreak for zoo like so, oh my god see? yes he was uh, so angry he oh was my. so angry he came out on the radio and he was like again are you fucking kidding me right now and which i agree like Dude, there has to be something fundamentally. I don't want to say that, you know, both the drivers are being given unequal cars, but you look at what Botas has been able to do and mm. you look at how many DNFs Guan Yu Zhou has had. Yeah. Like, it's it's mind-boggling. And Zhou is like, bitch, I'm the one paying you money. Like, what the fuck? He's a paid driver, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's my money, and you're literally developing the car, uh, car to give it to the other driver. And he was so good today. He retired from twelfth, I think. He it retired. Was, yeah, he was twelfth. It was. Oh. How many races has he DNF till now? Like three, I just want to check. Three, 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 three out of five. Three out of eight. Three out of eight. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. So Bahrain, he gets his first point. Saudi, yeah. his team fucks it and he still finishes 11th. Australia, he finishes 11th. Oh, no, Imola, wait. He's in Saudi, so I think two. I thought he retired in Saudi. No, no, no. Ah, then then he's DNF in Miami. DNF in Spain. 16th in Monaco. And then DNF in Baku. So three out of eight TNFs. I did not know. And and on the remaining five, he scores point in one of the races. In the two races where he did not score points, he was eleventh. Like he wasn't that far out, just outside the points, but he was eleventh. There was a time when we would be very happy if a backmarker team would, uh, you know. Mm, go there, and I I uh, I agree. Like Alpha does not look like a backmarker because. Botas is doing amazing things in that Alfa Romeo. I'm no, not no, going no. to deny okay, it. Okay. But, so, but so uh, is also a rookie. Why is he not being given that? Again, you know? getting to that point of Botas doing amazing, he's not. Just take all the results. I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, it was good, again like not it, that great. Like he is yeah. maybe like a mid-level fighter, but he is not doing good. Only I think first or first two, three races, he performed really good. But after that, no, I think he's finished in in points for most of the races. Let me just check Botas's stats. Yeah, so like as I said, uh, as a medium team, uh, as like a ba- yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, do you do you remember what that uh, 
alpha was last year bahrain he finishes 6th of uh, saudi dnf but then australia 8th emola 5th miami 7th spain 6th monaco 9th he's had consistent point finishes so i'll give him that baku he was 11th but i will give him that so like he's not i'm, I'm not saying he's doing great but if you look at what kimi and gio were doing in that alpha it is great but the, okay but the alpha this year is much better than the alpha last year you also yeah, yeah. i mean i agree and i mean it's not i'm not saying that gio and kimi were shit i'm just saying that give this car to give this car to kimi and gio yeah is what i'll say give this car but to them i don't them and i don't it will and, literally you know there are so many fans who are questioning if zo has done enough in f1 to retain his seat bitch give him a good car like he's he's he has to dnf every single time like what what give him a good car give him a good car and you always say you know rookie first time first year you you're learning you're getting grips to the car you know he has to deal with a difficult car because it's not it's it's much more like the car is more alive because every it's not like the car is going to say stay the same throughout the year it's very track dependent the performance of the car so it's going to be much more harder for a, a rookie like so or any rookie for that matter to get to grips with that car so i'm like what is with this so hatred man fuck so yeah three people just make better strategies and andreas uh, mclaren team principal is just winning my heart because i did a search on twitter daniel ricardo and he said that it is my job to protect my team uh, and my drivers from what is happening in the press because in the last i think he said in the last 15 years of me being in the sport i've never seen a driver perform well when he's being so publicly criticized i'm like oh yes yeah. oh beautiful beautiful man but then make better strategies andreas all right <laughs> another interesting thing in the race uh never thought i would see jugard happening during oh, yeah. the race this was the most indian thing I have everything in Formula One, like Jehan Derwal, and we have and we have had an Indian team on yeah. track for so But long, and they is... also did not do this Indian thing. <laughs> oh my God, this was so crazy! So when they got <laughs> so first, okay, when I saw that happening, I was like, there is something wrong with the wing, but I did not get to what was happening. and then i saw it closely and i was like oh my god the drs wing is broken yeah the alpha tauri team did not see it they uh, then i the, think there was a black and orange flag flown yes, for uh, yuki black and orange flag happened and the yuki tsunoda had to box but the alpha tauri team ignored the black and orange flag they changed his tires duct taped the wings and let tsunoda out <laughs> No, so so the black and yellow is that you know you have uh, something dangerous on your car and yeah. like you have and to, you have to box or retire. I think I think Crofty was also like, ah, oh, I'm not sure if that is how it's going to work. And I mean, like, of course, you could not have DRS for the rest of the race. But I'm like, <laughs> wow, wow. And, okay, okay. If you can find the video of that uh, pit stop happening, 
and that duct tape and everything so before like right when sunada was going like you know getting out of the his pit box you can see an fil running towards the box to tell them that they need to retire retire Yuki's the car yeah but by that time yuki had gone yuki was gone and, and literally duct taped a pro- <laughs> I wonder if that would be like some sort of a fine or something. Because... I hope there is. I hope there is not for Yuki but for the team because this was dangerous for everyone. Yuki and whoever was following Yuki. Yeah. So I mean, but that was so funny because when I watched it, I was like, "What? You can do that? What?" Ah <laughs> oh, man. Oh my god, that is it was oh my, so, fun. so it funny. Was so, fun. so funny. Oh. Uh. <laughs> they did not duct tape the wig, they duct taped his entire DRS. Yeah, uh, that entire flap uh, to the like the bottom. So, like there are two wings, right? Two blades of that wings. I think they duct tape it together so the DRS won't open. But and what if Yuki by mistake pressed the button? What would have happened? Yeah, then? I mean, like, dude, if he presses the button, if he has the DRS and if he activates the DRS, that tape is going to come off. And the flap can hit anyone, anyone driving behind. It was. I I don't think there were that many drivers behind Yuki. <laughs> yeah, but there yeah. Were. It was just Mick and Latifi, but they were very far off. But like, yeah, I mean, of course, there were people lapping him, so. Yeah, uh, people no, lapping no. him, and when when he pitted, like uh, till the time he pitted, he had what stroll behind him and so many people. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, as a as a person concerned for driver safety, uh, that was not cool, Alpha Tauri. But as an Indian, you love to see ahead. it. <laughs> you love to see it. That was, that is literally our fix for anything <laughs> broken. Is to first try <laughs> tape. <laughs> At <laughs> least they, I'm I'm happy that they didn't ask him to restart the car. It's like <laughs> yeah, it was it was literally when I saw that pit stop, I was like, oh my god, this happens to you know if you lose that back cover of the remote where the yeah. battery goes. Yeah, I mean, like, is it, if it breaks, that that's literally how you how you uh, duct tape around it so that you know. <laughs> that cover stays in place that is such an indian thing i was so happy so happy to see it as an indian india represent yes. india represent i was so i was happy shocked and scared like all three at once i was like what yeah, is- it, was, it was a weird cocktail of emotions that i was going through there was there was a bit of pride as well i was like oh see it's not i know we make fun of us doing this jugar thing but you know what hey it works sometimes so there was a little bit of pride there so like yeah very very weird uh, rush of emotions that i went through i was shocked amazed everything i think the on, only thing more indian would have been to you use fevi quick oh man <laughs> it's like just and wait for it to dry like you see a dude who's pasting the wing using fevi quick and there is another one is just blowing the fu- blowing hot air on it <laughs> so that it, it dries off quickly so that could have been like the only thing more indian than duct tape could have been fevi quick oh man <laughs> so funny maybe that's what they should have done to um 
done at the time when uh, you remember Alonso's side pot came off <laughs> in this in this race uh, not this race uh, but okay. one of the races i think was it the race or was it the barian test i don't remember but like in some sometime in this season it has happened one of the alpines i think it was alonso but it could have been ocon as well i don't remember exactly but yeah when they ran the pink livery for the test right so i think it was it was during the test i remember the pink thing god this was such a crazy race like so many stupid things happened this time yeah. not even not even funny okay i am just hoping for a good race in canada oh canada is going to be good canada is a good track i played it in uh, in my f1 game yesterday i think i finished 7th or something not bad canada is a good track agreed canada is a good track but i wanted to be a little competitive and ferrari doing something yeah i i don't know like i hope ferrari understands what is happening win. in its engine or else first win for george oh, i would cry the day that i would happened. i would too. i would too like george getting his first win is going to be phenomenal for mercedes yeah uh, no i i to be very honest george winning has nothing to do with mercedes just yeah, my I mean, just, love just, and admiration for that guy yeah george is awesome anyways are we done talking yeah. <laughs> this was such a it was a better sweet race i mean like i am a big fan of baku but like there is just too many fuck ups and like the team that i don't like won the race got the maximum points so yeah. i'm a, a bit of little myth so let's just do predictions yes okay so oh my god i okay so kramer predicted perez charles alonso for the podium and fastest lap to perez so one point there mm. he said norris will finish above ricardo haha um at least 3 dnf so one point there and bottas finish in points he finished 11th right bottas 11th yeah just outside let of points let me recheck wait let me recheck yeah i'm also seeing uh yeah he finished 11th behind esteban ocon so kramer oh, gets two points. two points honey badge said charles max signs nothing there fastest lap to charles mm. instead at least one vsc safety car or red flag in the race so one point there vettel yeah. in top 10 alonso in top 10 which Ooh, all three man. happened so three points to honey badger then you said charles max russell oh ah. russell russell third place russell so, third place you get uh, two points for that happy. fastest lap to max perez got the fastest lap so Damn. okay You said more than fifteen cars finished the race. They did not. Ah. Only fifteen cars did. You said Hamilton in top five, which did happen. So one point there, yes. and Sainz out of top five, one point there. So you get four. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And I said Checo Charles Sainz for the podium. Ooh. I said fastest lap to Checo, so one point there. I said mm-hmm. Alonso makes into Q three, which did happen. Yes. I said Lando beats Ricardo. Which did not oh. happen. I'm so happy. And I said Potas out of points, so one point there. So I also get three. Nice. nice. I so have not done the calculations. I there is some one point difference between the two, three of us, and Kramer is catching up. Like that's that's what's going on in the prediction. So it's very neck and neck. Yeah, it's very neck and neck. So um, how Canada is it next week? Having a better top three fight than the. 
championship. Than the championship, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but like, yeah, we are having a much closer battle than the battle at top in in the actual championship. But <sighs> nice. I don't uh, know if I, I think most teams will bring their major upgrades now in uh, Canada. In no, in Silverstone. Oh, okay. I think but, that is the place. So, uh. Ending notes from me. All the power to Hamilton for quick recovery. I want him at hundred percent in Canada. It's and not that- possible, dude. As yeah. much as I want it to happen, I'll tell you why. There is literally four days for them to pack everything up. I mean, of course, Hamilton would not be like packing up the car, but like take a flight, go to Canada, get accustomed to the to the temperature, uh, to the fucking uh, what is it? Like the 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 time zone. Ah, oh, how were uh, simple concepts escaping me? And there's just not enough time. Like it's it's what they won't leave before Monday. So there's there's not enough time. It's just three four days, and that it was brutal. That poisoning was brutal. I I don't realistically I don't see the point unless you're expecting Hamilton to just rest for all three days. This is not going to happen. I at least want him to be, you know, race ready because that pain, you know, you could see him struggle just getting out of that car because of his back pain. Yeah. And I, I don't remember who said it in the commentary, but they said it was almost four G's. Yeah. Yeah, the force the of that. entire race that man was getting four, four G's forces on his spine. But so that is very fucking painful dude it's not just about painful like there is a i mean i'm not a doctor but wouldn't that also mean that there is a legit chance of breaking the spine very possible very possible and he still fought got to fourth from seventh position man yeah. i the amount of respect i have for that guy after so anybody like- who thinks lewis hamilton is not the goat yeah in your face He's- in your fucking face. I don't care if where he finishes in the races. Yeah. It's like moments like these is where my respect for that man just increases yeah. a lot. And he just complained twice, I think. He said once he said about his back hurting very badly. And secondly, there was something cold in his seat or something. Yeah. Maybe get a back massager or something fit in the car. No, I don't I don't think that's the solution. I, I hope FIA takes a step, but I hope FIA does not take away any team's uh, advantage, Benefits, significant yeah, yeah. advantage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be unfair. I I wouldn't want uh like if if FIA takes a decision like that and it takes away from other teams and eventually ends up benefiting Mercedes. I don't want Lewis to win a championship like that or like make a comeback like that. No, see, I don't like Red Bull very much or at all, but at all. I don't want their advantage to go away. Yeah, I would not same, want that. Same. It has to be a fair fight. That's yeah, all we want. That's all we always wanted. All you Max fans who are going to still say shitty things about 2021, about what Lewis did. He got his penalties for whenever he did wrong things. But yeah, all we ever want is a fair fight. Even yeah. if it means that it's going to take away Mercedes's advantage, because what we are proposing okay. is going to exactly do that. But we still want a fair fight because yeah, that's, that's okay. how sports okay. works. Yeah, that's okay for me. Like if Mercedes's advantage is taken away, but I want a yeah. fair fight which doesn't harm the drivers. Yes. 
I because what happened today, I swear, man, it was it felt so painful just watching it. God. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, no, honey, by the we had FIA minor fuck ups. I won't say major fuck ups, minor fuck ups today. It's Kramer and what was oh the sorry fuck Kramer. Up? Uh, it was uh, during what? I think during the uh this science virtual safety car. I think no, not science virtual safety car. This uh. Has was it Magnuson? Uh, Magnuson, yeah. K Mag, uh, when he retired, it was more of a martial fuck up, but I, I still think yeah. that should have been a full on safety car. Yeah, because that because... Has was moving <laughs> because you can see <laughs> Kevin, is, Kevin is standing there. He's like, Oh, I have to stop this car. He's like, Marshals, come help me. What the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was screaming and like trying to hold as much of the car as possible. And like, all that time, is... all that time, like I've never seen a driver, like when they stop uh, on the track, I've never seen them jump out of their car when, you know, there is not a safety yeah. car or at least like there is not, like it's either a red flag or a safety car. And it's just virtual safety car. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure they had, a... but one thing that I will give props to the FIA what they did good this time, like this weekend was during practice, if there was anything, they deployed the virtual safety car rather than red flagging the race, yeah. uh, like the second. Oh, that was... So props, props there. Yes. <laughs> like credit where credit yes. is due. Yes, appreciate but I just, it was so hilarious. K-Mag trying to stop a full F1 car from rolling down yeah. the With everything in his body is like, Someone, why is no yeah, one coming? Uh, to yeah, I, I will be able to stop this 500 kilo car all on my own <laughs> while making sure that no, while praying and hoping that no other car loses control and fucking clocks. Yeah, because he he I think he draw he stopped right on the turn or something, right? Yeah, so it would have like if one like even an inch of miscontrol from a car and they would crash into K-Mag and he was trying to control the cars like this car is not stopping someone <laughs> please help me and no one was coming neutral in. neutral <laughs> no one was this helping him and he was just stopping the, the car <laughs> For good 10-15 seconds, K-Mag tried to stop that car. After that, the marshals came in and helped him. Till then, it was just K-Mag trying to hold that front left. It's like, please stop car. Please, please stop. (laughs) You don't have to. Can can we say well well done, Baku, this time? Yeah, Baku, it was a good race. But could have been much. We have seen much crazier races. So by Baku standards, it wasn't that good. But from all the races that we've seen this year, was it the worst? No. No, no. Because we had Monik and Imola. Yeah, where nothing happened. Nothing happened. So, yeah, I think that's it. And we will come back for Canada. Canada. That's it for this episode of Over the Cup podcast. We will see you next weekend for Canada. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the race. Thanks, Shaguni, for joining. Thank you, Kramer, for joining. And um, yeah, if you like the episode, please share it with your friends. Give us a follow. Click on the notification bell so that get to know when we release new episodes if you want us to cover anything 
or if you have any feedback for us or if you want to be a part of the podcast write to us at over the curb podcast at the rate gmail.com you can also reach out to us on instagram at over the curb podcast or on twitter at over the curb pod until canada bye bye bye